and welcome to this episode of the Empowerment Minutes podcast. I'm Maureen Quende, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, certified leadership coach, speaker, and consultant. In this week's episode, I'll talk about one of the top five L&D trends in 2021, and that's microlearning, which is a longtime favorite. So what's microlearning and why is it one of the top L&D trends in 2021? So microlearning is a form of e-learning where information is presented in bite-sized chunks, in small doses, tiny bursts of training that you can comprehend in a short time that is not so specific, but usually ranges from five to 15 or even 20 minutes or less, right? A common question we get about microlearning is, how long should microlearning be? There is actually no research data that states exactly how microlearning should be. It could be a minute or 20 minutes or five minutes. It actually depends on a given scenario. So for example, if it's just in time training, the time might vary from when it's reinforcing a skill or performance support. With microlearning, the focus is only on one objective or teaching a skill. So what that means is if we're focusing on multiple objectives and learning complex skills, then definitely that's not microlearning. We use microlearning every day without even knowing it's microlearning. For example, when we get on YouTube to learn a skill from a video, that's microlearning. If you're learning or reading a job aid, learning something from it, that's microlearning. Other forms of microlearning includes workplace microlearning apps, or even social media, Twitter, TikTok, game-based microlearning, infographics, video, simulation, job aids, quizzes, or even podcasts. Those are considered all microlearning. So even though it's true that microlearning is a form of e-learning, it could also be other things like job aids, videos, and so on, like I just mentioned. I recall when I became interested in microlearning years and years ago, many people in our field were not so sure about microlearning. Some thought it was a fad, it was not sustainable, and all what not. Well, it depends on how microlearning is used. When learning a complex skill, like I just mentioned, or when you know, microlearning does not support learning goals, then you might want to consider designing a traditional e-learning course, for example, or another form of learning, or another format instead of microlearning. Microlearning actually, when used correctly, it's very impactful. Recent research informs us that microlearning has been proven to improve user retention by about 20%. That's huge. I recently put together a presentation on microlearning and I, I have actually written a few papers, uh, academic papers about it. Now that I th think about it, I'll probably be adding a copy of my presentation slides and uh, just resources of my um, academic work to my website soon as a free resource. So stay tuned for more information. In the meantime, you can check out my website at MaureenQuende.com. From an instructional design theoretical perspective, the theory that 
you can use to support microlearning is constructivism. If you don't know what constructivism is, you can look it up online. It's uh, one of my favorite theories. So when designing microlearning, we want to think about ways to create unique experiences for that learner, where they can learn the skill and be able to immediately apply it to their jobs with a goal to increase end user retention in the workplace. I used to work for an association uh, many years ago, and uh, for those in the association industry, you would understand the importance of having continuing education credit, right? It's all about you know, the learner wanting to get continuing education credit to apply it to your certification. So for example, a physician or an accountant would typically in an association space not see the benefit of taking micro-learning or any training whatsoever unless they would obtain continuing education credit that would count towards renewing the certification at the end of the year, which makes sense, right? So it's kind of like the continuing education credits we have in our industry with SHRM, you know, the Society for Human Resource Management Professionals. So when you take any of those um, trainings, you definitely, you, they would always say, this offers 1.5 CEUs, right? So it's the same idea. So if your audience is an association or those needing continu continuing education credit, what you can do as an instructional designer is create bundles of th these micro-learning courses. So for example, you can create three courses that are 10 minutes long or six courses that are five minutes long and bundle up the three courses together or the six courses together which would allow for a total of 30 minutes and will qualify for 0.5 credit hours towards the certification of the learner. And this usually comes at no additional cost. So maybe you want to think about that because if they're not interested in microlearning probably or any form of training, probably the reason might be because you're not offering continuing education credit. And so if you're trying to figure out how to put together this training such that it can allow for at least 0.5 hours. That's one way you can go about it, by creating bundles of the micro-learning courses. And make sure also that your value proposition messaging reflects this. In an upcoming episode, we will talk about, or we will take a deep dive on a micro-learning case study with, with two amazing guests who would share success stories on micro-learning for our learning and development community. There is this proverb that I love so much which goes, if you want to travel fast, go alone. But if you want to travel far, go together. It's my dream that through this podcast, as learning and development professionals, we travel far together wherever we are in our journey. So I hope you have been able to learn something about microlearning. You now know what microlearning is and what microlearning is not and how you can use micro-learning to advance your learner's learning and development. Thank you so much for being part of this village and for tuning in to this 11th episode. I'm wishing you a blessed week ahead and I hope to see you on the next one. <music>